With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. To beat a man, you got to beat the man. In your case, brother, I just don't think so. Ric Flair has had sex twice, three times, four times, five times. Well, he's very excited about the premiere of his 30 for 30. Another one. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Jason Smith Show. Jason and my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. Yes, the long-awaited. Rick Flair, 30 for 30, airing right now. I'm very, very excited Tim about Tebow, it. Tim Tebow, you are not in this. You do not want to be involved in this. There's a lot of debauchery. <laughs> There's a lot of talk about sex. Well, a little bit. A little bit There's of, no yeah, sex. Yeah, a little bit of living and a lot about love. I don't want Tim Tebow making anywhere it. near that. Woo! I'm so excited. Tim, I know, but I don't want No, 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 but here that. you go. You got a lot of moments here that make you do a double take, right? The re- dramatic reenactments via cartoon. 
But the moment that we're all bonding over, all of us, the children of the 80s, as we sit and watch this and we're doing our show prep, Jonas Knox in for JT, the brick before us, and Road Warrior Animal. Now, the Road Warriors from the baddest part of town, the south side of Chicago, they were my heroes growing up, right? The Hawk, uh, rest in peace. But the Animal, you know, still goes and does the shows and still does the meet and greets. All of a sudden, he's doing a Ric Flair story, and he's he's in full face paint. <laughs> We're all looking at each other, going, "What the hell?" <laughs> like even Sting didn't have face paint on. All this time, oh, the other Sting. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> now, if Sumner Sting. was there, yeah. now that would be a pretty big deal. Uh, but we'll get full into the Nature Boy coming <gasps> up in about fifty. Yeah, There's again. like so many thousands oh, before us. Thousands of women who Woo! took a ride on <laughs> Space Mountain. Another one. Well, they had the famous shot from Mid Atlantic Wrestling where they were wearing the um, Mountainette <laughs> T-shirts. I'll even tell you the crazy story when I met Ric Flair and interviewed him once. Something Can I involve will, a limousine ride and your jet flying? And now they're banging each other. No. Were you a straight shooting son of a gun? In, in fact, this involves, I, I kid you not, it involves Ric Flair and a woman he was not happy with. I mean, and you think, well, Ric Flair, yeah. Do you Rick th- still think she not, counts in the 10,000? No, 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 no way. Not after that. Not after the story I'm going to tell you. Not after. Not even, a, no not even a little there's grudge. No, um, no. There is no way. Not even an angry wall or something like that? No, 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 not at all. No, not at all. I just thought I'd ask. No, there's no way. And there's There's Tony Schiavone. I mean, this is the best. Yeah. So uh, we'll have that coming up in 15 minutes. Of course, John Paul Morosi will stop by in 25 minutes as we remember the life of Roy Halladay, former major league pitcher who was killed today in a one plane accident was flying his plane in the Gulf of Mexico. It went down and they pulled his body out of the shallow waters. There is still no word as to exactly what transpired. Halliday had retired four years ago and look, maybe he was a Hall of Famer. He had injuries at the end. He didn't really make it until he was 25, 26 years old, but he was as dominant as anybody in Major League Baseball, and you think about a guy that was that good for that period of time, for a guy who was 25 till he was 36 years old, that 10, 11 years, and he had a good four or five-year stretch where he was the best pitcher in all of baseball. I mean, it wasn't even close. We were from 2007, 2008, that next four years was Roy Halladay. Had a perfect game, had a no-hitter in the playoffs. I mean, Roy Halladay was it. Eight All-Stars, two Cy Youngs, the other accolades and milestones that you mentioned, and today... I, I was conversing with a, an old colleague of mine. We were trying to trade old old information. I'm like, do you have any of these files from, I mean, we're talking years ago. And he goes, I'll, I'll look for it. And, and at the moment, I, I, I hadn't been logged on, so I, I didn't know. And he goes, well, we're waiting on this word on the, this holiday story. And literally, as we're exchanging info, he sends me a quick, all right, here it comes from from the wires. And what followed for the next hours and even into tonight just the number of player, former players, managers, people that maybe met Halliday once in their career, just coming forward with tales of you know him offering encouragement, mm-hmm. talking about you know I'm a big fan of your stuff and watching you pitch and trying to pick their brains and all of that. Just a, a student of the game, but but a guy who was who who loved what he did and you know all the former. Uh, pros showing their their trophy cases like I, I was always afraid to ask him 
Yeah. But I did. Yeah. And here's the autograph jersey and, you know, all these these stories that, you know, we always, I guess, you, you funnel it into the, all right, here's the 16-year Major League Baseball career. But then you start thinking about the impact he had on other players, obviously many talking about his family as well. And, and you get a real sense of who Roy Halladay was. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Carmen, live from the Geico Studios again. Remember his life and career throughout the show tonight. Roy Halladay was just 40 years old. But we're going to spend a lot of time tonight in China. I mean, not not literally are we going to China. We're going to spend some time in China because that's where the center of the sports and political world intersect tonight. How about that? President Trump is in China and the balls are in China. Stay in your lane. Oh, we're not getting that LeVar Ball press conference. Uh, this following the crazy report today that LiAngelo Ball, the middle ball child, who is as a freshman at UCLA, at least for now, LiAngelo Ball and two of his teammates were arrested in China for shoplifting just a couple of days before their season opening game against Georgia Tech in Shanghai. UCLA is playing Georgia Tech. The UCLA basketball team is over there. And LiAngelo Ball and two of his teammates were arrested for shoplifting from a Louis Vuitton next to their team hotel, which is a kind of a she-she hotel. And Louis Vuitton, this is not, you know, a couple of kids went into Macy's and stole some American rag t-shirts. I mean, you got you got kids shoplifting from Louis Vuitton. I mean, this is not, hey, you know, kids can't eat. You know, kids don't have money. You, know, you don't have money on their cards or anything. No, these, these guys are arrested for shoplifting at a Louis Vuitton. Police got to the hotel where the teams were staying. They questioned all the UCLA players. They questioned the Georgia Tech players. They wouldn't let them talk to the coaches. It was a serious deal. To put it in perspective, just looking at the bags online, right? The Louis Vuitton bags. Yeah, Louis Vuitton. You don't walk we're into talking thirteen fifty at a minimum. Yeah, you, you you don't walk into Louis Vuitton unless you're ready to spend like at least eight hundred bucks. I mean, yeah. that's Louis Vuitton. As kind of a, place you hang around. Did you a, just yeah. call it Louis Crouton? No, I said Louis Vuitton. Mm, uh, no, he's still thinking about his Italy. I don't know. Been, it sounded like Crouton. Wait, wait, I think wait, he's wait. moving into Italy. Wait a second. Mm, croutons. <laughs> mm. You ever uh, make your own? Croutons? Yeah. No. You should. Well, I just going to let bread go stale and then eat it, right? That, well, and, and do a doctorate how you will. No. no, no. Anyway, back to the story. Hey, we'll talk about that another time. Uh, LeVar Ball is in Shanghai. The players, as far as we know, are still being detained by police. We don't know exactly what's happening, but they were arrested. They were detained. They are not with the team at this moment. LeVar Ball was scheduled to have a press conference from his hotel suite in Shanghai. So I guess apparently you go in a LeVar Ball's room and he was going to just have a press conference, but he was advised to not speak about this issue. So this is how you shut him up. Oh, by the way, whoever convinced LeVar Ball to not talk, the Lakers should hire him. How about that? They absolutely. Frostburg said it before the show. Lakers should hire this guy. And I agree. You get you get LeVar Ball to not talk? Hey, we should, whatever you need, what it's worth it. We'll pay you what we're paying Lonzo. We'll pay Magic Johnson will pay you $1000 a day out of his pocket if you can get LeVar Ball to not talk. How you can convince LeVar Ball to not talk after Jello is caught shoplifting in China. And this was my first thought when I saw this. I said, "Oh my god, this PR thing with LeVar Ball is going to be through the roof." And then I thought, "What happens to you if you get arrested for shoplifting in China?" 
I mean, that that's the that's the murkiest of waters is when an American gets arrested overseas for something. Yeah, you could go to a labor camp. I mean, I I, I it's I don't know what happens. I mean, you could disappear. I mean, you, is it something where suddenly it's, hey, guess what? Jello Ball is facing 10 years in prison. Well, it's, right. I mean, very in China. But I mean, yeah. Ryan Lochte, they're taking a second bite at the apple for the the Olympics, right? And the potential shenanigans there. But you look at this. Yeah, but that's Rio. They're so laid back there. It's like, yeah, and everybody's naked on the beach. No, China, I don't know. China, you know, look, our relations with China are, hey, they're at arm's length, you know, in general. You know, look, they want what we are. They want to be the big global superpower. Maybe they're there in a few years. Uh, this is a very big thing. And now suddenly, maybe it's good that President Trump is in China because LeVar Ball may have to make a phone call. And oh, by the way, if we can get a joint President Trump-LeVar Ball press conference, I think we all win. I think we take a day off. I think we'll oh, just we won't roll need anything else. clips for we three hours. We won't need anything else. No, no, Best no, no. Best no. yeah, We don't want to have to do much of anything. I, we could cancel the football season. No. We don't no, we don't need do we really but need the, the NFL? Jets. No. Oh, the Jets. Uh, and Fitzpatrick right, this week, right. buddy. We could cancel. Come on. We could cancel. You know, as I said no, that no. his legs started twitching well, like he was Homer Simpson getting all excited going and get chasing a donut or something. We'll cancel college football. That's, That's okay. We'll cancel college no, football. actually, we don't need Northwestern's ranked now, so no. Uh, we can't cancel the NBA. The Knicks, buddy. The Knicks. Well, Porzingis tonight was Porzingis. Porzingis. Is he the Latvianer? Poor Latvian Sean. Now, it is only the second week of we'll November, can, we'll so cancel we can. Hockey. How about we just cancel the next six weeks? Oh, oh, no, no, no. Come on. The Knicks are so good. Porzingis is the MVP now. Walking away from interviews. Oh, oh that was oh, that was glorious. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, we'll cancel I guess you can get part of hockey going. Uh, yeah. You know, we can postpone the start of college basketball. Well, they are now. I mean, because, you know, we've got no, international I, no, incidents. I, no, I don't mean players stealing stuff overseas. No, I mean just in general, we can it's push kind of a big deal a bit. Funny. But I, well, we don't need those marathon oil most warm-up of, games Most of anymore. college football we could get rid of. We can get yeah, rid of half the Definitely Syracuse games. We, just, we don't stop, need those. No, stop. We can be 5-7 and seven going to a bowl game. You just think Seahawks games are a waste of time? Oh, man. <laughs> Hate watching. Oh, Hate no. watching. Oh, can I I would get rid of Seahawks games if we could get a joint Trump LeVar Ball press conference because that's way more. I mean, look, you know, me, me taking the lint between my toes is more exciting than watching a Seahawks game. Wow. Yeah. That's a bad, that's a bad way to get interested. Pretty popular right lint. It's pronounced China. Oh. So the Bruins scheduled to play Georgia Tech Friday. Mm-hmm. So Cody Riley, Jalen Hill, and Le- LeAngelo Ball. We should name the the three uh, co-conspirators, yeah, I guess, is, like, come on, what they LeVar would be Ball's, put here. It's LeVar Ball's kid. Do we need yeah. anything else? Well, he doesn't really talk about him, is it, you know? Maybe, oh, I wonder. Maybe that's why. Maybe he's acting out. This is an attention grab? Oh, could So be. wait a minute. This one comes from... Uh, you know, you let Lonzo go to the NBA, you pull... What do you mean he let him? You pull Mello from school, but I still have to go to college? Maybe he's upset. Wait a minute. Here from Yahoo Sports, Chinese court expert William Nee told Yahoo that LiAngelo could face three to ten years in jail if convicted oh for, God. quote, robbing public or private property using force, coercion, or other methods. Oh, yeah, that See, when no you joke. say, or other methods, that really just kind of... You know, rolls that off. May have to stay in jail while awaiting sentencing because the court system doesn't allow pretrial bail. And Ni nee went on to say that the Chinese proc- prosecution success rate is 99.2%. That's tough. I mean, seriously, that's what I mean. These 
These now, someone are in trouble. But they, they were wise. They told LeVar to stay in his lane. Stay, you are uh, not a Chinese court. Don't stay in your lane. Expert. LeVar, don't say anything. Yeah, Polly Pavilion is now Bank of uh, China Arena. Bank of China. <laughs> Are they going to have big patches on the UCLA uh, jerseys when, when they go play this year? Just going to say that on there? Stay in your lane? <laughs> all, with pic- all with pictures of Stephon Marbury on the front instead of the, instead of the Bruin. It's just Marbury on there. But in all seriousness, the fact that they got him to shut up tells you <laughs> that there's something big, bigger to this, right? This isn't going away just with a oh. uh, boys will be boys and, you know, something of the – all right, let's let's do some diplomacy here. This this is a bigger deal that's going to require more negotiation. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Hartman. Coming up next, I have PR advice. How about that? For LeVar Ball and also a story involving Ric Flair. <gasps> oh, he had sex again. <gasps> that I, I can't believe, but it's Rapid ending fire it with him not happy with a woman. And uh, you know, how many stories end with Ric Flair that way? Not many. Well, they might not be satisfied but or happy, they, but... But this, this one does. We'll have that next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We'll also be together tonight. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, and Sting live from the Geico Studios. Hope you're having a phenomenal Tuesday night. If you miss any of the show... Don't forget, right after it's over, the best of goes up on the podcast page. Go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app. Download the entire show, whatever you want, portions of it. Again, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. You can listen to it. Rate us. Give us five stars. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. 10,000 times. Stink tonight, buddy. Sting. <laughs> So the 30 for 30, the much anticipated 30 for 30 on Ric Flair, Nature Boy Wrestling Legend, is airing now on ESPN. Everybody was all over this going into it. And it's exactly what I expected it to be. It's a lot of stories about debauchery, stories yeah. you know about wrestling. It's nothing you've never heard. It's stuff you'd ex- you've expected. If I said, what do you expect to hear from a Ric Flair 30 for 30 on his life, you would say, I'd expect to hear about women and drinking and partying and like, yes, 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 yes. And all of that. The interviews are phenomenal. You got the undertaker appearing, not in character, which hardly ever happens. You had Ricky, the dragon steamboat talking, who was all, oh, by the way, really under overrated rather was never a big, he had a good the, suit though. Uh, it was never, they tried to make Ricky, the dragon steamboat happen. And it just didn't happen. He did I for a while, but yeah, you know, I actually, have a Ric Flair story that involves an ending in which he is unhappy with a woman. <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, I'm Flair, not me. Who the hell am I? Who, to quote Total Recall. <laughs> who the hell am I then? <laughs> Ric Flair once boasted being with 10,000 women over the course of his career. Yeah. Which is a couple more than Frostburg. <gasps> oh, Ric Flair just had sex again. Another one. It's a big night though. 30 for 30 debuting. You expect that. And in the 30 for 30, he talks a lot about women and how he tried monogamy for like two days and it didn't work. And that's just not who he was. And, you know, I always say, hey, if that doesn't work for you, great. Don't get married. Don't have kids. But, you know, that some people don't subscribe to that. 
So Ric Flair generally was very happy around women, I would say. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Well, in the that's percentages, when we're talking about 10,000 plus. Yeah, that's true. Which he, okay. didn't, he didn't blink. Overall, in yeah. bat and I. Yeah. I don't think I've seen him look that stone cold serious in my life about anything. There was- is what he... <laughs> Put that number for When I went to Disneyland. Yeah, that's uh, a good educated guess, I would say. Is that an educated yeah. guess? All right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, he's already had 14 times in 25 yeah. minutes this evening. I think it's safe to say he <laughs> did not dislike them. Yeah, true. That's, that's good. Right. Not dislike. All right, I like well, that. Well, he used the we'll be together tonight pickup line when with I, that cool funky bass behind it. I went to Disneyland not too long ago after after this story gets out. Yeah. And Space Mountain is Zoe's. Well, it's now Hyperspace Mountain because it's Star Wars. And that's Zoe's favorite ride. Well, in the and then world. it was the Ghost Mountain or whatever right. it was for the Halloween season. Yes. Loves it, loves it, loves it. It's her favorite. And then ride. tomorrow it's going to be Captain Neo. Yeah, right. It's, you know, no, Captain Neo's not coming back. So that's her favorite ride, and and I had to wait online because it was an hour wait, and I said I'll wait online. Pam and Zoe go do stuff in the park, and I'm in line, and there's like I don't even know how many people are ahead of me, like a thousand, and I, I'm so I'm waiting. And, uh, you know, they say, you know, it's an hour to wait, and I'm waiting. And I actually thought to myself, this is the line to Space Mountain. You know, Ric Flair's line was always going for right on Space Mountain. I'm like, you would have to multiply this line by 10, and that's how many people, women, Ric Flair has had sex it's with. a lot of years. In his life. He's I mean, not, he's I'm not just a thinking spring this chicken. whole line. Oh, yeah. my God. After all this, that, that's the line. Well, you start moving around like you're... you're- Trying to generate runs in Major League Baseball. Get them on, get them over, get them in. But this is a story that involves Ric Flair not being happy with a woman at the end. <laughs> Remember the TV show Sports List that was on Fox sure. for a long time? It was like, I love the 80s, but for sports. Uh, after I, it, In fact, it was between when I was here for the first time at Fox and when I went to ESPN, I was a talent slash reporter slash producer for the sports list and <laughs> i would you know i was on camera for it i would do do the interviews everything put the shows together you know the 10 best shortstops of all time and all we'd have all kinds of people come in and and talk about and someone would yell and, bucky blank yeah. and dent <laughs> no like guys like jamie denton chris pratt came in we had al michaels I mean, it, it was pratt it was pratt, pratt it was you know it was i love the 80s but for sports and so one day, Ric Flair came in because the show was the top 10 wrestlers of all time. <gasps> and so Ric Flair comes in, and I write down, I'm interviewing Ric Flair, because everybody had to sign up for assignments. It was like, who wants the Coors Light Twins? Uh, who wants it? Who wants? Ric Flair is like, Ric Flair. I write it down. So they call me and say, Jason, Ric Flair is here. I'm like, all right, great. So the production assistant goes out to meet them and brings them up to the, to the room. So I come up, and I'm, I'm getting ready to interview him, and he comes up, and you just hear him. He's walking by, and he's got, like, two or three people with him. He walks by, and people are just going, woo, woo, and he's smiling. Because people are, they don't know what to say. I mean, he's so affable and personable, but it's like, can I walk up and say hi to him? I, you know, I don't know. But everybody's going, woo, woo, as he's walking down the hall. And I say, go, hey, Rick, Jason Smith, how you doing? Hey, Jason, nice to meet you. And so we, we walk into the, go into the interview room and sit down, and I sit down, and I say, all right, I'm going to ask you questions here. We'll talk about this, 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 this. He's all right, great. And he says, uh, my PR people can stay in. I said, yeah, absolutely, Rick. We're going to have fun. We're going to talk about your career. We're going to talk, you know, it's, it's all going to be fun stuff. Because, you know, everybody gets paranoid, like, are you going to ask me any dark questions? Like, no, this is I love the 80s, but for sports. Like, yeah, great, great, great. So right before we start, he's getting mic'd up, and his PR person is uh, standing off to the side. It's a woman probably in her mid-20s, and she says, Rick, can I ask you something real quick? And he goes, yeah, sure. 
And she goes, why was everybody going, woo, when you walked down the hallway? And he looks at me and he says, this is my new, this is one of my new PR representatives. I said, okay. And he looks at her and goes, how can you represent me when you have no idea who I am? And he starts laughing. And I go, oh, this is really awkward, but I'm going to laugh too because it was really funny. He goes, how can you It would have been really me? funny if you'd said that out loud. So I don't, I don't know if she made an employee out of the building. Why were people going, I'm your new PR person. Why were people going woo when, when you walked out? I'm like, he's like, starts laying down the resume 17 times. How, how, can you, how can you represent me when you have no Look idea at this who feather boa. Don't you don't know who it. I am? He looked at me and goes, this is my new PR person. And I'm like, Never heard of I, I don't know, this, is, this is really awkward. All right, let's start rolling. Let's do the Let's interview. go. Coming in top but 10. I don't know. I don't know. Did she, make, she didn't say another word the rest of the year. I don't know if she made it out employed. I don't. How I don't did you not it. take the job from her right I, there? I, I don't know. Well, I had to finish the job. And, no, you know, do no, no. There's other. There's. I, I mean, said, that's, Rick, that's a calling. Rick, let's get in a limousine right now. Let's go. Let's go to Space Mountain. He would go. Whoa! I go. No, you. I mean, let's go have an adventure. I could have done that. I guess. I didn't think about that. That'd been cool. Wow. You stay here you do the interviews. It. I could have been. I you could have said, hey, can I borrow one of the robes that's out of out of circulation right now? <laughs> one of the Nature Boy robes. And then you're hanging out in L.A. You're walking into bars wearing a big <laughs> feather boa robe. It's glitter un- and sequins and all sorts of stuff. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable that I, I, I didn't know what to do. I had no idea what to say. When no, the right thing me, to do right there was say, hey, I'm your new guy. Yeah, hey, but, Rick, on your behalf. You know, that's one thing. When um, something, she's fired. <laughs> when something so shocking happens sometimes that I'm not ready for and I'm not in that mode for it, sometimes I go, I, I don't know what to say. Well, it's that like, rare occasion that there's an awkward pause or a right. moment of silence like, between I, you and I. I'm not, I, yeah, I'm you not have even, no idea how to respond. Yeah, I'm not even thinking, like, when we're on the air, of course, you know, hey, hey, hey. But if I'm in a, a situation where I don't feel like I need to be ready for that, because, you know, Ric Flair is getting mic'd up and I'm getting my questions ready to talk to him about, and suddenly, you know, she says, why are people going, Woody? He looks at me and goes, this is my new PR person. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for this. Not prepared. Not prepared at he all. He lobbed you a, a softball oh. for you to hammer and, and give a one-liner to her. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, and my best friend, Mike Harmon. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There is nobody, nobody who's been more valuable to his NBA team. He has turned around the franchise. In the last 14 days, then this guy. Between the rings, Porzingis. High left, Hardaway. Eight to shoot. Neely Kino will run the offense. High screen from KP. Neely Kino with two to shoot. Porzingis for three. Yes! From straight on! Knicks Radio Network on the call. The three by Porzingis to seal it. The Knicks win again. They were trailing by 11 points going to the fourth quarter. Porzingis, 28 points on the night. And look at the New York Knicks. Seriously, in 14 days, they have gone from, boy, they're terrible and they have no future. And now here they are, two games out of first place, and suddenly they're a destination. Take that for that. All because the Knicks have decided, well, let's let Porzingis spread his wings he has been the MVP of the league. The basketball equivalent of a 14-day cleanse. It, that's ex- oh, exactly what that's right, except instead of your colon that's been cleansed, we're cleansing the NBA. Cleansing all the problems left 
in the Dolan-Phil Jackson partnership. He has been through 10 games, through one-eighth of the season. He is your one-eighth season MVP. Scored fewer than 30, though. I don't know. He's slacking. 28. Come on, 28. But he gave a boss post-game press conference. All right, now, right after the game was over, he was asked by the in-arena reporter to talk about the comeback, coming back from... How did it make you feel? Down 19 against Indiana, and then you were down 11 in the fourth quarter here tonight over the Hornets. She came back to win, and she wanted to ask him about, hey, you know, is, is there some kind of mindset? You ever think you can't come back and win games? And here was Porzingis dropping the mic. You're down 11 heading into the fourth tonight in this game. Is there ever a point at which you don't think you can come back? And what's your mindset? No. Yeah, so tell me about that. Thank you. Yeah! I believe that's Rebecca Harlow. Yeah, that's Uh, when you know you're the MVP when you end your own interview. (laughs) Take that for data. Honestly, I'm out. Take that for data. I think Porzingis got a little confused by the question because Rebecca Harlow, again, it it passes understanding why people who are reporters for a living ask bad questions. It's a skill. You can't just show up and go, yeah, I'll ask a question. She asked, like, because the whole part of the question, there was another 15 seconds before it. And I think he's like, I really don't know what she's trying to say, but she's trying to say, do we ever not have confidence? And he just says, no. And then when she says, explain it, he says, thank you, and walks away, and the crowd goes nuts. I love Porzingis. Really celebrating everything he does anymore. M-V-P. You know, ever no. since he said, see you in hell with your exit interview, <laughs> it's turned everything around. Phil's gone. He's hanging out at the Pancake Shack yeah, down by they, the beach. They wouldn't have him without Phil, Harmon. I, I no, understand that. Jason got, owes everything I, I, to the sweeping I, I, Phil Jackson. I, I, Hello, got, I got and it thank Phil. you for being a mix. Yeah, but then he was talking over. about getting rid of him. I know. He was saying, even though he's a unicorn and I have the only one, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> As someone who has played and won here in this uh, great city, uh, I know firsthand yeah. Nick fans are the most knowledgeable of any fans in the NBA. Well, he was Phil. saying, I had it pretty good with my unicorn, but I need to go to great. All right, I need to go to grade. I'm I'm good here. I've got Chris Stops, and he and he's coming along nicely. But no, we need to go next level. How do you think Melo feels right about now, Jason? That the Knicks have more wins than the Thunder? I I guarantee you, he is so embarrassed because all the Knicks needed to do, really, well, he's hiding behind his hood. True, true. Because you know, well, he's working out late at night. You know, that's that's the whole. Nobody oh, knew who I was but, until I put on the mask. But just think about this: the Knicks really added nobody. I mean, they drafted Frank Nitakina. They drafted who, who? Is turning out to be okay. You know, he was injured they a lot. They drafted who? He's turned out to be who okay. Is this? But all they've done is get rid of Mello. I mean, Ennis Cantor's been nice to come in. That's been great. He's part, been part of the rotation guy. But they didn't bring in anybody great. All they did was subtract Mello. And now the Knicks are 6-4, and four, and it's Porzingis is great because he's getting 22 shots a game. And you have to be completely embarrassed if you're Carmelo Anthony realizing, I couldn't lead my team. But here, all I had to do was leave. And look, it's like a cloud left. And if you know me, I love Melo forever. He won a championship for me at Syracuse. I love him forever. But seriously, all he had to do was leave, and it was addition by subtraction. Because suddenly now the Knicks are like, okay, this whole thing is past us. Now, they started out badly, 
and they realized we got to make. And Jeff Hornacek made a couple of moves. He was going to be fired. Yeah. If he didn't beat the Nets, he was going to get ejected. They started zero and three, and two Fridays ago they played the Nets. And if he didn't beat the Nets, he was going to be fired. They boat raced the Nets. They won three in a row, and now they're six and four. They're six and one since Jarrett Jack became the starting point guard. And now suddenly the the Knicks have a future. They're relevant. Madison Square Garden is rocking. I mean, think about how tough it is to turn around a franchise. And Phil Jackson did that for you by drafting I, Porzingis. I, you know what? I, you know, I told him that he when got, I met and then, him. He you know was the one he, who got Melo to leave. <laughs> think he, about it. He did all that and then was shown the, the door deserves. himself. But Can they get a statue of him in his... <laughs> of Phil sleeping on the bus? That the anesthesiologist so told me That's when the he new NBA logo. we named your kidney stone Kobe because it's not passing. But just think about this for a second. This shows you how easy and how hard it is to turn around your image in the NBA. Okay, the Knicks were a laughing stock forever. Forever. And how are they going to get out of it with Carmelo's contract? It's terrible. They're not going to get out. It's awful. How are they going to get out past it? They couldn't. But all they had to do was let him go. All they do was let Melo go someplace else, and that turned the franchise around. Think about how hard it was for them to part ways with Melo after Phil Jackson gave him that stupid-ass contract that kept him in New York forever. That made it so impossible to be good. But now you look at how easy it was, which was just, let's get rid of Melo. And it's, oh, now look. Hey, look how great the Knicks are. I mean, seriously, that's really all they had to do. Well, they fixed the drain. They, mm. they found the clog in terms of the offensive shutdown. And now it flows. Now the offense flows. Porzingis has doubled his number of shots per night. And you know what? He's a far more efficient player than Carmelo Anthony was towards the end of his Knicks run. And you know who agrees with me on this? Derek Fisher. That Derek Fisher. Because You guys go riding through town together and start any fights? Sunday on Fantasy Zone, DirecTV, Channel 704. Uh, Is our, it Derek Fisher, our Houston last, Astros no, 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 no. Derek Fisher, former Knicks head coach who was banging everybody's wife. Oh. Derek Fisher. Allegedly. Was on the show. <laughs> Allegedly. Was sure. on the, right. Derek Fisher was on the show. I'm not <laughs> going seven and nine. No, no, no. Oh, Jeff, that's that, Jeff Fisher. That's, no, that's Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Yeah, oh, who who it, had an interesting pose that was compared to a, no, they a both painting of Jesus. <laughs> Completely different dude. They both got fired. But. Our Los Angeles studio is myself, Michael Rappaport, and, you know, Rap, he's an actor, he knows a lot of people. So he has Derek Fisher on the show. So he's finishing talking to Derek Fisher for a few minutes, who's a big, you know, his big football fan, everything, we're talking fantasy football. And then Rappaport throws to me and says, Jason Smith, what do you got? What do you got coming up? What do you got? What's coming up right here? He goes, what do you want us to talk about? What do you want to hear us talk about? And I said, I want to hear you guys talk about Porzingis, because, you know, Rappaport's a huge Nick fan. And, like, the look on Derek Fisher's face is like, what's this guy going to say? And I said, you got to talk about Porzingis. And Rapport goes, oh, yeah. I go, he's become the best player in the league. I'm so excited. And and Fisher goes, yes, yes, he has. Yes, he has. I'm like, oh, awesome now. So Derek Fisher believes it. And at the very end of the interview, he said, you know, thanks for letting me stop by all this stuff. He goes, hey, and thanks for sticking sticking, uh, together with my Knicks. Those guys are playing great, and Porzingis is playing great, and they're all playing great in New York. And I was like, Derek Fisher's on my side. I dig that. Did he make you hand over Pam's number? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no. Well played, no. Frostburg. Well played. As far as you know, I, I, that, that didn't happen. So Making Derek friends. Fisher agrees. There it is. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Well, it is the slide over baby hour. That is right. 
That is right. The one. Rick Flair to post coast again. to coast. Let's get it on on a Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh. We'll have more on Father of the Year, LeVar Ball, coming up in 10 minutes. Stay in your lane. While his son is incarcerated or detained in custody in China after a shoplifting charge, he and his family went off to go sightseeing with their reality show crew. Show must go on. Dad of the year. Dad of the century. Come on, you can hear Freddie Mercury singing as they roll out into the everybody vehicle that awaited their arrival. Everybody who's ever defended LeVar Ball, oh, you do great things, you get your son in UCLA, oh, that's, that's something to be proud of. Right away, you should be embarrassed you ever defended this guy. Seriously. Your son is in custody, and you decide... I got to go sightseeing and and get the reality show. Yeah, what's he supposed to do? Sit around? That yeah, yeah. Huh. I sit wherever my daughter is. I sit ten feet as close as I can to her until she's out. Are you kidding? Really? Can you imagine? You you go and you you're in China and Eleanor or Maddie is detained for something. Uh-huh. You know, may, maybe something happened during a soccer game or you know I don't know. And they get detained and you go, okay, well, Maddie, you know, stay here. Here's, you know, here's some stuff to read, and but, you know, we're all going sightseeing, so we'll see you later on. Can you imagine that? Well, I mean, they wouldn't really be mad that you went sightseeing without them. They'd be worried about other things. We got tickets. I, you know, they expire. We can't, you know, we can't. I can't imagine that. I really can't. Dad of the bleeping year right there. Anybody who's ever defended him, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about I mean, that's. It's a bit awkward. That's, it's not, it's not awkward. <laughs> I'm going to go sightseeing. Yeah, and UCLA. They're at Disneyland. They're at Disneyland. Hey, yeah, you guys, hey they have promotional yeah, there. Yeah. promotional arrangements and the schedules Disneyland. to keep. They couldn't just go to the second happiest place on Earth. They had to go to the number one place. <laughs> Steve Alford's on Space Mountain with Ric Flair. Hey, all right. All the players here. I wonder if those guys are having as much fun as we are. They're having the time of their life. <laughs> go see what you missed. Dad of the year. Oh, wait a minute. The, according to this, Shanghai Disneyland does not have Space Mountain. What? But they do have a Tron ride. Why? Tron? Really? Well, then Tron it's Tron Disneyland. Light Cycle yeah, Power Run. Tron? Yeah. Seriously. Did they the not get the rights? places riders on individual light cycles and sends them. But you got to go with what the crowd wants. Hey, Space uh, Mountain may not translate. Listen, is there an underperforming science fiction movie that we can get the rights to for like yeah, but it, nothing? But, it, but it's, oh, the Tron? visuals, Great. it looks good, though. What yeah, you, and Jeff Bridges turns out the lights. What do you mean get the, the rights? So what, it's do you, dark. what do you mean get the rights to? It was a Disney property. They wrote it down. Tron. Who even talks about Tron? Really? I want to go to. Never I, heard I had of a cool it. Tron game for my uh, in television a, back in the if day. If they put a new Tron in Disneyland, you really think people are going to go? Oh, I got to see Tron. No, I'd rather see Jeff. I'd rather be in the Big Lebowski ride. No, but like anything, like a white you Russian don't, you don't know how it translates <laughs> to other Larry. cultures, buddy. <laughs> Tron. You think the dude translates? Tron. Maybe not. And the best the dude may is, not translate to, to Chinese culture. And the best part is we didn't have to pay any rights for it because it's Tron. Yeah, and I think we're due for another reboot of Tron. Oh, they just did, did that, didn't they? Did like they have five a, years ago? Yeah, have that's a, why we're due for another one. <laughs> do they have a Dune ride? Can you go on a Dune ride? You what? You're trying to get Sting yeah, back in here? Fied Rob on Dune ride? Yeah, that's man. right. I knew his character. That's name. no. Take that's that. terrible. That's absolutely terrible. That's a, really? They get a sequel to Dune. There's, <laughs> no, there's. Was there a Dune two? I forget what it's called. Was yeah. it called Dune two? Electric Boogaloo? 
Why why is everything got to be electric? <laughs> because that's the best that's the best sequel film title ever. Well, I mean, it was a three-part miniseries adaptation of Frank Herbert's Dune uh December 3rd, 2000. Yeah, the sequel came in 2003 why called you go, Children of Dune. Why don't you go to Disneyland if there's no Space Mountain? There might be other things to do. I mean, is is there is there no Splash Mountain either? I don't know. Let's is see. There's Shanghai no, Disneyland. No, you get four park. years in prison is for splashing. <laughs> Fantasyland with the classic stuff, Treasure Cove. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a little bit like uh, Captain Jack Sparrow and the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, Roaring Rapids or River Rapids rides through the towering Roaring Mountain, and uh, they have Tarzan Call of the Jungle, a live acrobatic stage show. UCLA is there while LiAngelo Ball and his two teammates. Stitch Encounter. Or no Lilo Encounter, just Stitch? No, just Stitch. Well, but nobody cared the about rights to Lilo? They did not care about Lilo. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, Planet Rescue, uh, Star Wars Launch Base. So you can go have All your right. picture taken with That's Chewbacca. That's a good one. Uh, and, and, they're, and they're working on Toy Story Land, which will open next year. Easy, Chewy. Yeah, but no Space Mountain. The best ride in the park. Not no there. Space Mountain. No Space Mountain. <gasps> Why would I go? It's uh, now Louis Vuitton Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you go on a ride, you steal something, and it's police chasing you all the way to the end of the ride. It's too soon, bro. And at the end, LeVar Ball comes in and says, I'm out! Now, that would be I'm a out. pretty good ride. I wanted the LeVar Ball ride. Big ball is chicken. But I mean, just, I mean, honestly, I just want you to think, we'll, we'll get to my Ric Flair story coming up in two minutes, I promise you. But just think about that. Just think about, number one, forget about the optics. I don't even want to say, oh, it's a bad look. Because it is, it's a bad, you know what, it's a bad look for UCLA to go to Disneyland with three of their teammates in custody. But Well, if, you've got to have but, a legal team on site, right? right? There's people you, that yeah. are in your entourage that you send, plus yeah, no, no, you're no. going to have and I get it. legal department yeah. from, from the United States. It's a bad optic, but if you have a promotional appearance you have to make there, unfortunately you have to do this, I get it, but that's a bad optic. This LeVar Ball is not a bad optic. This is just being a horrible parent. I don't care if you want to say, oh, I'm going to leave him there. It's going to teach him a lesson. I mean, just to – you know how I would never – talk to my dad again if he left me in custody and went to go sightsee i don't care what i did i would never talk to him again and, and obviously we have to wait and see how this shakes out because we know they were arrested for shoplift we don't know what it is it depends on what it is as far as what the charges are going to wind up being but louis vuitton is an extremely high-end store i can't imagine being having that kind of bait cut on me especially in, in something very high profile like but this. it could have been the 99 cent store and they would still be sitting in the jail there it's not where right, it they doesn't matter it what how the country they stole it in well there's no 90 it would be yen right in china is china yen or is japan yen i always japan i always yen. mix that up i always mix that up is china what it is get your currency right the renminbi the renminbi rnb R&B? A lot of R&B? One Chinese yuan equals 15 U.S. cents. Okay. There you go. All right. No, I don't know about the exchange right there, but, uh, you know, okay. I, I remember, like, well, you're, you're all, all on. Like it's R&B music. You're all, like, R&B. into monetary policy. It's R&B. Here. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I, I, th- I, I think part of what comes down here is, you know, you, you are looking at locale, and laws are going to vary in how they want to pursue this because it is a high profile. I mean, think about it. If it's just the other two players – who I've named once, but I've not committed to memory because it's all about, well, the Ball family. Mm -hmm. They know they have something of value in terms of what's the the persons of interest in this particular case. 
and and what goes from there, particularly with President Trump in country. I get. I guarantee you, the the owner and CEO of Louis Vuitton gets involved. This is an international incident now. How about that? And like I said, you know, look, like I said, they're very lucky. They're high profile Americans who are in. China. Well, it becomes the question of frivolous prosecution. Because, I mean, well, what right. did what did they do? What because, what did they take? Did they take anything? Even well, I mean, it, it, and the way it's written, eight hundred dollars. Did they try to run out with? I mean, right. What, it's what is the, it? the question of did they use force? Did they 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 do anything of you know on, on that scale? Or you know, it's very nebulous the terminology being used. Legal experts saying possibly three to ten years if they're successfully prosecuted and a prosecutorial success rate of 99.2%. They don't lose. They don't lose. If they weren't high if they weren't there to do something for China. UCLA is there to play a basketball game against Georgia Tech on Friday. And they're there it's a big goodwill turn. We have the president is there. If this wasn't the case, really think about that. You're looking at a, a 3 to 10 year prison sentence. Possibly, and but now because they're so high profile, because so high profile, it's okay. They, they can, this can't be buried. This got okay. We got to figure this out. This is we're worried about relations between the countries. Here's a university that's over there. This is what's happened. They're very lucky that they're high profile. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me what inspires your music, and one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.